space-time, the ever-expanding frontier. These are the records of the most needlessly complicated rewatch of the Star Trek franchise ever. Its mission, to locate every second, contemplate every eon, from outside time to the Big Bang, to the 20th century, to the end of all existence. To do what no sane entity has ever done before. This is the Temporal Trek Podcast. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 60 of the Temporal Trek Podcast and Season 3, Episode 8 of Enterprise. We're in Twilight, but we're only going to be examining 2153 scenes and specifically something that only happens within about two, three hour period. It's not precise, but it's within a couple of hours. So we are going to be starting shortly in just these little bits. But of course, I am not alone. I've remembered this week to actually put it in the right bit. Uh, I'm joined, as always, by Dan, who is Dan, bearing of the same name as the other Dan. So that makes two Dans, which makes us... I may leave the Christmas bit in. I don't know if it's going to sound the same. I don't know. I can't remember what week I'm supposed to be posting this. There we go. I'm I'm realising that I'm... uh, Over the years, I'm going to have to keep thinking of new ways of saying Dan Dan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we've got like 700 more episodes of this to do. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you've got a way to go yet. Uh, and then as they make more episodes, it's just going to keep going and going and going. Um, yes. Yeah, so uh, we're all together. Uh, yep. We're here. Uh, you probably would have had Christmas at this point. We may be in a new year. Again, I can't quite keep things straight. My spreadsheet is all over the place at the moment. Um, but we're recording in advance just in case the Christmas break sort of throws us out because it gets very busy at this time of year. Uh, so yes, Twilight. Now yes. I know you can watch the whole episode. You are in the proper time sphere, and I am not. I can only yes. watch things in the Temple Trek way. You can watch the entire episode. Your thoughts on Twilight, the episode? Well, I didn't watch it or rewatch it. I just watched the bits that you sent me over. Okay, um, but I what an episode! It's so good. It's a great episode, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, Yes, I cheated. I did actually watch the whole thing because I just oh, I had to watch it. I really love it. And I wanted to take the vile, horrible stuff that I've been watching in season three out of my mind because it was such a good treat to watch this episode. Um, and of course, I have to watch it to figure out where the timestamps all stop and start. So that's why I did it. It was research. That's it. Um, I haven't let you down, listeners. Uh, yeah, so we're going to be starting at five minutes, but it's such a great way of telling an episode in reverse and at the in the right way and oh brilliant 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 um so five minutes exactly we see archer and to pole and they're going to go to movie night so movie night is back by popular demand or just by a trip badgering people movie night is back but they're actually watching a fairly recent movie compared Mm. to some of the ones they've been watching they've been watching black and white movies for a long time but now it's rosemary's baby yes what a, I mean, what nice, a fun, fun one to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Trip was saying he wanted to watch comedies the, uh, just a couple yeah. of weeks ago, and now he's straight into the horror again. Like, what are they doing? They're in the expanse. Where yeah, everything, exactly. Yeah, everything's yeah. been going wrong, and yeah. they're watching horror movies. Um, 
just any thoughts on that choice for movie night? <laughs> yeah. Um, it wouldn't be my choice, I have to say. No. Um, I have seen it, I think. I'm sure I have. It's it's a very disturbing film, isn't it? Very trippy, very disturbing. Yeah. yeah. No idea why they were sixties or seventies, sort of one of those sort of seventies, as you say, slightly trippy, sort of very sort of psychedelic type things going on and lots of weird camera angles and stuff and I think so. I think there's a bit where obviously she she realizes that the father of her baby is the devil or a demon, and yeah. she sort of sees that in a trippy dream. It's been yeah. a long time since I saw it. It's yeah. very, very weird. And I also get it uh, uh, mixed up with, um, do you ever watch Tales of the Unexpected? Yes. The sort of British Twilight Zone. Yeah. Absolutely. And there's, there's one where it's actually, um, they give birth to a bee. Like there's oh, these right. bee, bee humans or human uh, sort of suit wearing bees and they are trying to create their new progeny who will take over the planet. And they have a baby with this actual human who turns out to be a bee. And it's a, it's a weird trippy episode, but <laughs> it is basically rosemary babies with, with bees instead. Um, <laughs> uh, so I kind of get that confused with this. And yeah, it's very, very strange. So, so what would you have picked? Well, that was the thing. If it was up I mean, to you. What would you, what would you have picked? You see, now the writer in me probably would have been a bit on the nose, and I would have had "It's a Wonderful Life" or ah, okay. seeing a different way of looking at your life. So they're going to see movie night in an episode that's all about other choices and differences and stuff like that, or changes the future, or you know, time travel, or some sort of mm. time travel episode. We're going to go watch Back to the Future. Uh, it's cool. something, something. Um, so, yeah, I would have picked a time travel thing in a timey-wimey episode. But what about you? Well, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but I once run a cinema club. Yes, Did I tell you this? Yes. And you would have Fargo, I think, was your choice. Fargo was one. Yeah, yeah Fargo and um, um, Annie. Um, oh, the Woody Allen film. Um, oh, uh, um, what can I Annie think? Hall. Annie Hall. Annie yeah, Hall. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and also, um, what else did we do? We did, um, oh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Oh, nice. Very nice. Yeah, so I think Fargo, I, I love Fargo. Fargo's got, yeah, it's got that sort of darkness to it, but that humour as well. I think Westerns would be a good shout as well. I mean, you've got like... I'm not really a fan of Westerns, though. That's the only problem. Ah, interesting. Yeah. I remember my one of my abiding childhood memories is Sunday afternoons. <laughs> how boring Sundays were in the 70s <laughs> and how there was always a, a Western on the ITV on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I just, oh God. <laughs> See, for my dad, it was Westerns, but it was also the war movies as well. So you've got your Kelly's oh, heroes. Never into that either. No. Your Guns of Navarone, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. So again, yeah. As, as a kid, I hated it because we have to sit through this. Yeah. We've only got four channels to choose from. We can't, <laughs> exactly, yeah. we can't afford Sky in everybody's yeah. room, all this kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, uh, I see, I've got a love-hate relationship. I love Westerns now, and I love the right. format of a Western. But back yeah. then, yes, as a kid, couldn't stand them. But it kind of, thematically, it would have made sense for me that, mm. he would, that Trip would pick a Western when they're yeah. out in the frontier, yeah. yeah, you know, that sort of thing. Good, the bad, the ugly. You know, they're actually yeah. learning lessons from last week where we're not supposed to judge everybody and everything. So he says, Oh, what about a title like this? And you know, Perhaps they would have watched The Way of the Gun, the TOS. Episode. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, they could have actually watched it. Yes. 
and there's this TV show, this crazy sci-fi show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's uh, called um, uh, Galaxy uh, Movement. I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so very unusual choice. But it's movie night. There we go. It is. Uh, only for the police squad to show up again because another anomaly rips through the corridor. Police squad in colour. Uh, um, go th- it goes through a bulkhead. It starts warping everything. Yep. Uh, a bulkhead falls in. Again, we didn't actually see it cut anything. The bulkhead just falls. I, just, I don't know how dangerous the Enterprise actually is. But if the fu- it just came straight down, it traps to Paul's foot and a yes. very, very emotional to Paul. Mm. The way she reacts yes. is very kind of like, oh, it's it's unbelievable. She doesn't take that kind of calm persona. It's like, mm. no, you cannot do this. You must go. It's a logical choice. She comes from a point of emotion. It's very unusual. I was wondering if that was like a callback, keeping this Trellium D thing going. She's not I quite so. back with it yet. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, police squad moves on and. Uh, Archer is knocked on his, his butt at six yeah. minutes and 31 seconds as this weird hazy gold thing happens on his face mm. and then just dis- disappears. Uh, then we come back in at 39 minutes and 55 seconds in sickbay. Archer wakes up, Phlox asks him how he feels, and it's like a shuttle pod has landed on his head. Yeah. Hope, I mean, he should have learned to get out of the way of shuttle pods after yeah. what happened <laughs> in Exile, if we remember back in yeah. Exile, if we want to remember what happened in Exile, but there we go. Uh, Enterprise uh, cleared the anomalies. Everything was fine. To Paul sort of chews him out and says, you should have left me behind. Uh, it was the logical thing to do. But Papa Archer just can't do that. And good thing is he can't take orders from her. Uh, but for some reason, it's treating her like a nurse. Like, yeah. could, could you get me a pillow? Could you, uh, you know, turn the light down? All sort the, of stuff. The pillow thing. Yeah. There's a, an entire drawer. <laughs> for pillows. Just for a pillow. <laughs> One pillow in a, in a drawer. <laughs> that is right next to him that he could reach yeah. Yeah. that asks her to get. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I mean, how does Flox work out where the spaces go? He's got no room for Tiberian bats. But yeah, exactly. Like, but a he's whole got his drawer. Pillow just drawer. For one pillow. <laughs> Maybe there's a whole silo of pillows and you open up the drawer and a new one comes in. Yeah, pop, just... like the little, um, the little worms in the gun. <laughs> Pull it out. <laughs> Exposed them to Omicron play radiation yeah. and they multiplied. It's crazy. <laughs> it's made from the worm silk from those yes. weapons. And that's what he's done. That's what he's did. Yeah. Um, and that's a way that they could keep uh, things so that when they run out of pillows, there's a way of remaking new ones. There we go. Um, oh, it, cu- it comes back to the uh, the quartermaster, maybe. Maybe the quartermaster. Yes. Is... What has he been doing? Making yeah. pillows. His office backs onto sick bay so that they can make the uniform. Pushes it, <laughs> pushes it through into the drawer. There you go. There's just this tiny little hand pushing the, the pillow forward. Um, yeah, it's so weird. Uh, I'm so glad you noticed that because it was like, why is there a pillow just in a whole drawer? What a waste of space on a starship. Um, yeah, so he treats her like a nurse. Uh, there's an odd little tease. And that's the end of the episode. 41 yeah. minutes and 53 seconds. And that's a that's weird episode, isn't it? Very weird episode. Yeah. Something happened in a corridor. They were going to go to movie night. He misses movie night. She leaves the pad and walks away. Done. Okay. Back to the adventure. Yeah. We've located a point in time. We haven't been given a timestamp again on the Temple Trek podcast. So that's it. Just trying to remember. We're working in a time frame here. Yeah. Any other thoughts on this episode? What a short one. Yeah. I mean, 
I guess there could have been something else that happened in it, but know. who knows? I feel like there's a, a beat they could have missed. They could have made yeah. us yeah. care about the police squad anomaly. Maybe he would have like you know come in and they could talk to yeah. the anomaly, get to know them, maybe trust them, and we get like a repeat of Greylick. <laughs> Greylick. <laughs> but it's for the other things that we've been dealing with this week. You know, there we go. Yeah, so that's it. Consequences from this episode. Are there any consequences from this episode? Question whether it addresses the consequences. The concept of learning from one's mistakes shouldn't be difficult for a Vulcan of your wisdom to understand, Ambassador. I don't wish to contradict Captain Archer. But learning from one's mistakes is hardly exclusive to humans. No. No. Well, we know where the pillows come from. Well, we do. That's true, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and Rosemary's baby—he missed movie night. So, yeah, the 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 captain got out of going to movie night. So maybe maybe Trip has lost some support there. I don't know. Um, but no, I can't think of any consequences. Nothing happened here, so they just carry on trying to track down that tracker that they put on the shipment from last week. Uh, alterations, expansions. Would we want to have seen anything done differently this week? I would have liked to see the entire episode. Fair but enough. That's... Fair enough. <laughs> Bloody temple trek. Whose idea was this? I'm, I'm sorry. Um, maybe if I can go back in time somehow and tell my 2016 self not to make the joke that became this episode and became this podcast, uh, maybe you wouldn't have to go through this with me. Uh, maybe if I delete the brain cells now, maybe they're timely yes. wimey enough to go back in time and we'll mm. see. How they, I don't know why I would come up with that idea. That's a very no. weird plot twist. Yeah, but maybe, yeah some sort of like sort of bugs or something or some sort of very weird know, infection in your brain or something i don't know i mean i'm not entirely sure bugs work that way but mm. you're just not thinking fourth dimensionally right right i have a real problem with that it's uh the uh, timey-wimey thing timey what timey-wimey i've i've no idea where he picks that stuff up uh recommendations Arrgh, what did you think of the story from my perspective that's what I'm looking at. I'm going to recommend Card Movies. Would you recommend this particular set of scenes for a Star Trek fan? No. You'd have to be mental to watch it this way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you would. Yes. Yeah. And I'm not going to go any further on that one. Two non-Star Trek fans uh, seeing a bulkhead um, falling in. No. Yeah. No, not really. Doesn't doesn't float your boat. No. That's where that's where they get the pillows from. No. Yeah, that's true. Maybe. Uh, no, no, we can't recommend just these scenes, can we? No, it doesn't work. It's not a good indication for their character. I mean, it's a little bit of Archer teasing her about movie night and then teasing her again as a nurse for some reason. Um, so, yeah, it's not going to work. So that's it. The last part of our criteria is to set up for the next week's episode. Uh, yes. Where can people find you, Dan? Academic Trek 47 on Twitter. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've said it so many times today that I'm not even going to expand on that. <laughs> I will just one day. I'm just going to get us to sit down, record our social medias, and we'll just have that. Um, so yes, and again, we've got our sister podcast, Nexus Nights. We've got me on loads of other podcasts, the Epsilon Three and Cosmic Pizza, and of course, now we're going to go on to set up the next week's episode. So join us next time for season three, episode sixty-one of the podcast. But we're still in season three, episode eight of Enterprise. It's Twilight 2153, part two. 
But oh, the device seems to be getting a, a little bit fritzy. Um, it's it's glowing at me. It's fizzing. I don't know if I'm going to put sound effects in at this point. Uh, but we're in alternate history, apparently. Accessing library computer data. We're it three days later from this week's set of scenes. Mm-hmm. So three days later, at six minutes and thirty-two seconds, we come back to Twilight, but in an alternate history. Oh, crazy, hey. <laughs> Transfer complete. Uh, any thoughts on on Twilight? You know, do you like this episode? Uh, do you want? Uh, do you have any memories of this one? Oh, um, this bit. No. Yeah, no, fair enough. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll just have to discuss that next week. Yeah. So, as always, thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you in the next time stream. We certainly will. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Please remember to like, subscribe, and review wherever you listen to it. If you would like to be a guest in the future or give feedback. You can contact me by either searching for the Temporal Trek Podcast Facebook page or find me on Twitter at Rider underscore Coattail. Also search the Temple Trek Podcast. You can also find me on Instagram at Daniel underscore Hitch underscore Writer. Scripted elements of the show are a work of pure fan fiction and any views and opinions expressed in the episode discussions are my own or that of the guest. They do not reflect the rights holders of Star Trek. Any Star Trek sound effects or music are used under the terms of fair use and are not my own work. The intro music, Birthright by Audio Binger, is royalty-free from the Free Music Archive. Check out their work and others at freemusicarchive.com. The Temple Trek is a free podcast with no Patreon or sponsorship. However, if you would like to support the show, you can find my books by searching Daniel Peter Hitch on Amazon. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you in the next time stream. <laughs>